This is the Kratom Science Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gallagher, blog and social media writer for KratomScience.com, your source for all things Kratom. My guest is Chad Goodwin from North Carolina. Chad suffered through a six-year opiate addiction that threatened his life and career. Twice, he nearly died of a heroin overdose. This dark period of Chad's life came to an end when he says he discovered Kratom and never looked back. Now he's engaged to be married and runs his family's business. This is his Kratom story. Man, it's a beautiful day in Carolina today. So <laughs> got up this morning, drank my cup of Kratom, had me a nice coffee. Just been enjoying the, you know, the weather. <laughs> Yeah, that's us. I I miss the weather down there. I lived there for twelve years. It's a lot better than Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's rainy all the time. That's uh crazy talking about the weather, man. Because I actually just ordered me a kratom tree. Oh really? And uh, I've been yeah, I've been you know checking in what they grow like, and fortunately I have a greenhouse I can put it in in the winter. So uh, that's great. And I I got a great place I can you know I, I think we'll be out fine outside you know. Yeah, in the summertime. We have pretty good humidity and yeah, definitely. So Def- we'll definitely, goes, definitely good weather there. Uh, definitely get some humidity there because I, I was, uh, yeah, I was a farmer for seven years in Alamance County, so I remember, mm-hmm. I remember droughts and uh, not enough. Actually, there wasn't mm-hmm. enough hurricanes because we weren't getting enough rain <laughs> one year. But right, it, yeah, it was That's either the thing about Carolina, man. You gotta be careful with them hurricanes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, are you originally from North Carolina? Yep, born and raised. In Durham? Mm-hmm. I live in, uh, yes. and Well, just north of Durham. Uh, yeah. I went to school in Charlotte for a year. And then I moved back home. I started working for my dad. And uh, I've been here ever since. So what kind of um, work do you do? I work in commercial construction. We actually do pipe insulation, mechanical yeah. insulation. Um, we do soundproofing too, like theaters or actually we had a job out at UNC. They, uh, renovated their like theater hall, their performing arts. Okay. And we did a lot, a lot of work out there and, uh, kind of a niche trade, but stay pretty busy. So that's good. That's a family business. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you guys shut down because of the everything? No. Um, Actually, I guess we fall into the essential for commercial infrastructure. That's good. So we're still working. I'm just trying to be safe as possible, you know. Yeah. Oh, keep yeah. my hands washed. My bills keep coming in, so I got to keep working. I guess. <laughs> Luckily, I'm able to. So when did when did you first hear about kratom? Let me go back a little bit. I um, got introduced to opiates when I got my wisdom teeth pulled. That was probably around 2009, 2010, and I've always smoked a little bit of cannabis. I really liked the way they made me feel, you know, and unfortunately. Yeah. So I uh, went over to pick up some cannabis one day, and my friend that I got it from had this container of these little blue pills. And I was like, what are those? And he was like, you know, um, Percocet 30s. I'm like, Percocet, I've heard that before. That's what I got when I got my wisdom people. I'm like, wow, they made me feel really good. So you could probably guess where that went from there. Um, And then I used that from probably three or four years and then moved on to harder stuff. 
And then one day I was uh, actually didn't have any money left because it took all my money. And I was probably around in somewhere in 2016. And I was just Googling, you know, I was hurting. I'd been abusing these things. I was chasing it. Um, and this, you know, Kratom came up. I looked where I could get it. I went and bought some. I was astonished at the results of it. And, uh, man, I just, I never look back, you know, like it's, uh, it's just a, like a godsend for me. It's, uh, it's, you know, you, I've, I've always had such an addictive personality and I, it, Kratom just, it fills that little void that I like, but I don't chase Kratom. It's just, I just need a little bit, you know, and I'm a daily user, mm. but you know, you never chase it. it I've had, I have more money than I've ever had, you know, because I'm not, you know, buying any hard drugs or anything like that. It's just helped me out so much. Man. Yeah. I, I just want people to know if they're going through anything, you know, just give it a shot. And so, wh- why do you think? Well, I mean, it's it's kind of a hard question, but like, why do you think you got so into into opiates. I mean, you said you had them when your wisdom teeth were out, and I did the same too. But why do you think you started using them recreationally? Was it some kind of a psychological need for them or something like that? Um, I've always been a super shy, um, kind of withdrawn guy. I don't like social situations. Mm-hmm. And when I used opiates, I, I was the life of the party. It was like a whole different experience for me. And it just filled this, you know, looking back, it was, I thought, I thought I was, you know, great and all this, but really I was kind of, I, I was, you know, I was acting dumb to be honest with you, but I thought I was having a great time and I, you know, it made me feel so good. And, you know, you just can't go through life like that. Is is that the same reason with the alcohol too? Is it the, the, the same kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I use them together. Yeah, and, and kind of uh, brings you out of your shell, kind of. Yeah, 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 for sure. I know what that's like. <laughs> I mean, for the alcohols, anyway. <laughs> I'm sure if I mean if you ask people that hadn't seen me, like the people I went to high school with, or something like that, they would have never thought I would ever get into drugs like I did. Yeah. Or, you know, get blackout drunk, you know, at least two or three times a week, you know. But, um, yeah, uh, I went that path. So later, so you went from the pills to heroin, is that right? Yes, correct. Because yeah. it got so expensive, you know, it was taking all my money and, and, uh, they were getting harder to find. I guess they cracked down on them. Mm. And so, yeah, I'm, one day this dude that I got used to get Percocet 30s from was like, hey man, I got this. Use it the same way pretty much and I didn't know what I was getting myself into with any of it. <laughs> and, yeah, I, and I hear, I mean, some people say it's actually better <laughs> to snort heroin because it's not it's easier on your liver or something than the actual pills are and it's cheaper, which is, you know, a shame, but that's kind of the way it is. Is that your experience? Yeah, definitely. It's just playing with fire, man. It's just, yeah. 
I did just a little bit one night, and the next thing I know, I'm waking up in the hospital, my bed surrounded by doctors. I got an IV in my arm, and I'm I'm saying I just did just a little touch to test it, man. And I don't think people understand that, like just a touch. If you hit a hot spot or something, in it you might not ever come back. Yeah, playing with fire, you know. Was that? I mean, were you doing it uh, IV? With needles? No, no, I never did IV. Just snorting it? No. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. I said, I've never used needles. Just... Okay. I mean, in a lot of that, there's fentanyl out there now. I mean, I worry about, you know, my nieces and nephews that are just experimenting with stuff. And yeah. Th- yeah. That for fentanyl sure. will kill you. Absolutely. Really quick. Really quick. So what what was like your life like when you were hooked? Were, were you, was it completely taken over by your addiction? Oh yeah, I um, I mean everything I did evolved around that. If I didn't have any, you know, opiates or couldn't drink or something, just I, I wouldn't go out. I just was miserable. I was depressed. I was just, you know, I was a former version of myself that I really am, you know. And, and you said you were pronounced dead twice. Is that is that the time you were just talking about with the doctors? Was, was that one of those times? Yeah. Actually, I got a Xanax bar that was pressed with fentanyl, and I did that, but I was also using opiates at the same time. Yeah, the uh, cop found me, and he tried to wake me up and couldn't. He didn't have any um, Narcan or anything. So the EMS got there. I woke up in the ambulance, and they're like, you know, the cop said you were dead. You were blue as a blueberry. Wow. That was the first time, actually, and the second time was more severe. That's the time I just told you about. How'd that go? Yeah, I woke up in the hospital. Man, I, it was really one of the worst memories of my lifetime, you know? Yeah. It's hard to even look back now, you know? I, I do just to keep my head on straight, you know, but I just can't believe I, you know, was so numb to the fact what I was doing, you know? I, um... I'm just so healthy now, you know, I, I eat healthy as possible. I, I drink my little bit of Kratom. It makes me just so happy and fulfilled in life, you know. It just and it just presses that little button that I have that just you know, in a safe and healthy way. Yeah, I understand that. It, it, another guy I had uh, as a guest was Michael Napolitano. He's a heroin addict, guy from New York, and he said, he said I get kind of like a warm, fuzzy feeling, like in your stomach, kind of. It kind of fills that up, but it doesn't. It's not as hard on the body as you know the harder drugs. It's it's more like a cup of coffee, but it, but it gives you a little, you know, helps you with your anxiety yeah. and gives you a little boost. I, that's another thing, you know. I, I, I can't just, it's just so hard to describe. It just, it's like I have this little void that, you know, like, and I take breaks from Kratom here and there. Yeah. You know, but my life is just, it just presses that little button that I got and it makes my life so great. It's a special plant. It uh, really has helped me out. Yeah. So you say you take breaks from Kratom. What's the difference between, I'm sure you've withdrawn from opiates. What's the difference between like a kratom withdrawal, if you even have any, and an opiate withdrawal? Well, for me, it's not even in the same ballpark. It's, yeah. Uh, I get a little bit of restless legs. I still sleep good. I kind of 
you know, I want to drink a glass of it, kind of, you know, but it's not, and I, I have a large stockpile. I could go drink a glass easily, mm. but, you know, I'm like, my mind's like, no, no, I'm taking a little break from it. I, uh, and I'm strong enough to do it. If you had enough, if you had pills or something like that, I don't, I'm pretty sure that you, at least I would not have been strong enough not to do them. When I had them, I would do them. And it's kind of, you, I mean, you said you were pronounced dead once, but that was the first time. And that kind of goes to show how addictive uh, that opiates can be um, for, for some people. Some people can use them for chronic pain and not develop a serious addiction. But, I mean, like, if I almost died one time, you, you would think, you know, oh, man, I would stop right then. But it's. Well, I, I was so scared after that first time. I, I said I'll never use it again. Yeah, but but you know, a couple of weeks went by. I'm like, well, you know, I was maybe I can do a little more and I'll be okay. You know, that's, yeah. that's just how addictive personality I am. You know, yeah, and uh, you know, it's just the way I am. And I started using it again. It happens to me again. My fiance is the exact opposite of me. She doesn't drink or do anything at all, but um, she went through this time where she was very stressed out for some reasons and kind of depressed and she's like that drink that you drink um does it help you you know you know with anxiety and depression a little bit i'm kind of going through a rough spot in life and i was like yeah you know and i don't recommend cradling anyone that i don't think really needs it or can yeah, use it yeah. as a tool yeah but um she was like can you just make me one one time so you know i uh I made her a low dose one. You know, I, I weigh all my kratom out on a digital scale. I know exactly what I'm taking when I take it. And uh, I made her one, and she jumped out of there. She had a lot of schoolwork to do. She knocked it out. She was very happy, and she hadn't done it in a while now. But whenever she gets in a little funk, you know, she'll just ask me. She'll kind of nudge me and like, I kind of want one of those drinks. Yeah. She knows it's safe, and um. So, it, I mean, even someone without an addictive personality at all, it, it's really made her life better, too, in a way. And um, she uses it as a tool to, whenever she's, you know, just having a rough patch in life. Yeah, exactly. That's, I mean, my wife keeps some on her desk at work. If she hadn't gotten enough sleep or, you know, it might be something that you depend on, but it's not going to, it's not going to hurt most people, I think. Uh, yeah, exactly. So how long were you uh, hooked on opiates and heroin? Um, probably 2010 to 2016, around something like that. Yeah. About six, six, seven years, something. Yeah, that's a good long time. Worst time I of mean, my life. <laughs> yeah, and I and I've had I've talked to people that were addicted for like 20, 25 years, and they're like, yeah, starting to create. So did you tape? Did you taper off opiates and then introduce kratom gradually, or were you completely clean? When you started to use Kratom? Oh, that's a good question. Actually, I I got Kratom for the withdrawals. And it helped me out so much. But then after that, I thought, you know, it's legal. I was like, it can't help me. You know, maybe it, it helped me get off of it. But I didn't think it was going to make my life as positive as it's made it. Yeah. So I was totally clean off everything for probably at least six months. And then I was like, I had some left over. And I was using capsules at the time, and I took some. I was like, "Holy crap!" 
I, I don't want to do more and more and more and more. It press that button that I'm talking about. And, you know, I did capsules for a while after that. And eventually I switched to my powder with the orange juice. And, you know, I hadn't looked back since. I hadn't bought a single street drug. Um, I have not been blackout drunk since I started the Kratom. I, uh, I drank a couple of beers here and there, but I really don't care about alcohol that much. Yeah. Um, I feel like I use it as it's intended to be used, you know, but it's just helped me in so many areas. Um, do you have like, uh, any preferred strains or, or types that you use of Kratom? I, um, green's my favorite. Usually in the mornings I'll do like a white and green mix. And then at lunchtime I'll do just like a straight green. And then at nighttime I'll do a red. And how much um how much do you take on the average day? Um, I do eight grams at a time. Mm-hmm. And some people say that's too much, but uh, it's just you know, I've experimented with different doses and that's just work works for me. I never get the wobbles. Yeah. Um I, I never get nauseous and that's just how it is. It, it it's everybody dependent on their dose. I I think if I did more than a tablespoon, which I think is about seven at a time, I'd probably get I'd probably get a little nauseous. But you know, I think it, it depends on weight and stuff like that, tolerance level and yeah. whatever. And it's such a it's such a mild thing that it doesn't it never feels like like I've done methamphetamine before, and that I was like, holy crap! How's my body even recovering from that poison? You know, I've done that like twice, yeah. and I'm like, I'm never putting that shit in my body again. But this stuff is like, feels yeah. like I had a cup of coffee. It's like, yep, yeah, I feel it in my body. It's not, it's not doing anything but getting me up, and you know, and up, and then also calm. But anyway, yeah, it's crazy how that works, right? It's just, uh, yeah, it gives you energy, but it also like, you know, eases my social anxiety at the same time. It's, yeah, it's unlike anything else because it's like usually like cocaine, meth, even coffee gives. If you do too much, you get jittery and anxious. This stuff, the more you do, the more you calm down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, do you like uh, drinking coffee after your kratom, or do you not mix the two? Or... Yeah, I usually have coffee every day, so I'll add it. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll maybe like have the coffee first and then have the kratom an hour later or vice versa or something like that. But oh, it's okay. usually when, cause I have insomnia. It's usually when I can't sleep and I'll, I know I'll be, I'll, I know I'll be up, but I won't be cause I'll get like, if I can't sleep and it's, it happened like last week just cause of pandemic, I was just all paranoid for a couple of days and couldn't sleep. And then I get more paranoid and you know, I'm just a little, little get a little crazy. But when I have the kratom, I know I'm going to be up and it's not going to make me more anxious, you know. It's going to make me less anxious, right. but I'll still have that energy to get through a day's work. Speaking of this pandemic, do you think, I know a lot of people say that it helps, Kratom helps your immune system. I mean, I'm not saying that it would help anything. I'm just saying that I personally hadn't been sick in almost three or four years yeah. <laughs> since I used it. So I used to get two or three colds a year, you know, and now I I hadn't even had a cold. I, I have a little bit of allergies, but yeah, that's about it. It's crazy. I, it's got to be something there because yeah, 
I I really think uh, there yeah. is. There's enough. It, there's no. See, I even did a podcast actually that was like it was just like ten minutes long because I couldn't find a guest, and it was about how it boosts your immunity. And I titled it "The Immune System." And then I kind of took I took it down because I was worried that somebody wasn't going to go to the hospital and they were going to order kratom if they got sick, you know, because it's people just oh, yeah. read the headline and they don't look into it. But I think it really does. It does help your immunity. I mean, I'm glad to talk about it here like this and not put it in the headline. Josh, who <laughs> was one of the guys that started kratom science, uh, he takes it all the time. And he said, I haven't been sick in like seven years. And, and I've, and I've yeah. had like bad colds. I've gotten over just by drinking a couple of cups of tea every day. Yeah, and it just seems it seems to dry up the mucus. And even in that uh, Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia, did you ever see that on YouTube? Oh, uh, I love that show, man. Yeah, yeah. The trade one uh, was great. You know, the one <laughs> he goes into uh, the Thai farmer's, uh, he goes into his house and he pours sugar on a leaf, and he's like, it'll clear up your sore throat. Just eat that, mm-hmm. it'll clear up your sore throat. And I think there is something there, and... Honestly, I think that's the reason the uh, FDA is trying to shut it down because they really are a wing of the pharmaceutical industry. And I mean, you you got off painkillers. I mean, that's I mean, you had an addiction and everything. But everybody, I mean, I'm going through comments now, and I'm making kind of a um, a uh, just sort of a PDF file that anybody can look at with our comments because we have at least a thousand people that have said. This stuff worked for me, you know, and a lot of people mm-hmm. are saying, and and there's just a list of pills, prescription pills that people have gotten off of, which if this stuff catches on, a plant that you can get from Indonesia is gonna for relatively cheap is gonna replace all these expensive prescription drugs. So I think that to me that's the only logical reason why they'd be against it. I mean that's why I'm careful. I only really tell people about it that can really benefit from it that you know what i mean like i just don't yeah. tell everybody because I, I don't want to get too out there but i want to get out there enough to help people that really need help you know it's like a tough situation yeah and um yeah i know big farmers for you know trying to kill it as hard as they can i'm sure and you know i'm scared of the bands um we'll is, see how it goes i guess and, is there anything going on in north carolina that you know of i haven't don't remember hearing anything from north carolina like people not that i know of no i follow the reddit on uh the kratom you know different ones and i've heard about shipping problems but um you know hopefully i have enough stockpile to last until this is over and you know we can get some more in here yeah i mean as far as i know there are a lot of vendors that are still going as long as the post office is open Mm -hmm. um yeah i actually got a shipment this morning actually (laughs) oh that's good that's good do they do they have medical marijuana in North Carolina yet? No, they don't. No, they don't. Okay. Uh, unfortunate. You um, know, because I, I honestly feel that if um, I told you earlier how, you know, I went to my cannabis dealer and he happened to have the opiates, you yeah. know, and um, I honestly feel if they just had a store for the medical marijuana or, you know, you got a prescription for the medical marijuana at the least, you know, you wouldn't be put in those situations and, uh you know, because a lot of people that sell cannabis sell other things. Yeah. And some of them are more profitable than this cannabis. So they might try to push that on you. And I know quite a few people that's got hooked on hard drugs that way. So if it was a store that we could go to or, you know, medically available, uh, it would 
I think it would help some. It, it really is good, too, because I got my card here in Pennsylvania, and I'm not a person that smokes a whole bunch of weed, so I, I don't, like, maintain a, you know, a, I never maintained, like, a constant dealer because, you know, I always, like, hey, ask my buddy if he knows somebody. Do you want to split an eighth or something? But now, since I got my card, I can go to the store, just get a little bit for me. I don't have to bug anybody, mm-hmm. you know. So it's 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 a lot nicer. It is a lot nicer, especially if you're – a lot of people are still getting it illegally because if you're a heavier smoker and you go through like an ounce a week or something crazy like that, yeah. then it's still – it's more expensive. I mean, it costs about 50, 60 bucks an eighth for a really good pot, which I think is pretty normal underground prices. But if you want – if you're a heavy smoker, you're going to buy an ounce for less than that, and you can't, you can't get an ounce at a time. At, at and actually – um, Kratom actually has reduced my cannabis intake. I, uh, when I was doing like opiates, hard opiates and stuff, I would, I would want to smoke all day with them and stuff like this. But the Kratom just, it fulfills me so much and it makes me, you know, have a little bit of energy. I don't even think about smoking hardly at all. So, you know, I, I don't even smoke every day anymore. And I used to smoke almost, you know, whenever I got the chance. It helped me in so many ways. It's just and is is it just, the same effect yeah. with drinking as well? You said it that it makes yeah. you not even feel like drinking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I'll drink two or three beers, but I I never drink more than a six pack, no matter what. Even if I went out to a party or something like yeah. that. Yeah, definitely can thank Kratom for that. Do you make a tea or do you do toss and wash or capsules? I uh, I usually mix it in orange juice. Okay, a little bit of orange juice. I yeah, still never tried to. Um, I can do toss and wash. It doesn't bother me, but hmm. orange juice is my favorite. I can, I enjoy the taste. Yeah. People, people <laughs> probably think that's crazy, but it tastes good to me. Yeah, I don't, I don't actually think it's bad uh, made into a tea with honey. That's what I. That's how I do it. But some people will say I, see, I yeah. never made it that way. Yeah, it works. It works. It it if you like I. I have a video on uh, YouTube, but you, what I do is I have an electric tea kettle, and you heat it up to a boil. You don't boil the kratom in it, but you pour the water off on the kratom, let it steep for 30 minutes, and then you pour the liquid off and leave the sludge behind. I use a French press so that screen presses down on it and filters it out, and then I mix it with honey, okay. and it's it's pretty warm at that point, but it's not hot, which you can pour it down so you get, you know you get like all the effects i like to drink right. fast like okay. that so and then i'm usually good for like four hours if i do it like that do you get any like side effects with kratom at all i, I really i don't get any side effects ever than just living feel like i live a normal life now you know and i'm happy like a person's supposed to be um i actually I, it's a little bit of constipation but it's that's nothing that little mere lax or something like that I mean, I still, you know, it's probably it's nasty, but I'm still regular. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not bad, but that's uh, I get that too, and I just a, think yeah. I have to drink a lot of water, and I could try some other stuff too, but yeah. See, I drink a lot of water now, so um, I, it definitely helps. It's not bad. I mean, that's that's the only thing I could speak of, really. I mean, that's about the only side effect that I could think of. I mean, do you think it's severe? It's a, a severely addictive thing, where if you didn't have any for a week, it would be terrible. No, nah, I could. I actually went to New Orleans for 
week and a half for my friend's bachelor party and yeah. I actually forgot it. <laughs> and, uh, no, nah, I mean, I, I hardly even thought about it. I was with my friends and we were having a great time and stuff. You know, I, you know, if I was all by myself or something, I would have been like, mm, I wish I would have drank a Kratom, but it's not addictive like that. No, it's, you know, I got a little bit of restless legs, and but it's hardly enough to notice. I mean, for yeah. me personally, I don't know other people's experiences, but. So, you, so do you do anything else besides Kratom that it's kind of the same, like for overall wellness? No, I just drink a lot of water. I drink my yeah. Kratom and drink my coffee. And I, I still smoke a little bit of cannabis, but only just to relax yeah. at nighttime. I never smoke during the day. And, yeah. uh, I'll just rather drink my cup of Kratom before I go out, and I know for a fact how it's going to affect me. All right, we're in a pandemic now, which is stressful for a lot of people, especially if you're out of work. Do, do When you're stressed, do stressful times ever tempt you to get back into drugs and alcohol? Absolutely not. No way. I yeah. I, I would never. Mm, no way. I, I, that's the thing, you know, my head's on my shoulder is so good now. It's just like I can't. I'm... I hadn't really talked about what I've been through before and uh only people that know really is the people that know me. I look back and I was such an idiot. <sighs> yeah, no way. It was the worst time of my life. Yeah. Really was. I uh I don't know if I'll do cradle the rest of my life, you know, but right now it's just it's no negative. Um, it just helps me out so much and eventually I might quit but you know, I'll always be for the, I hope it's always legal for people like me that it can help so much. It's just an amazing plant. I guess the final thing is, like, what advice would you have if somebody who's addicted to heroin or opiates on how they can best transition to Kratom? Oh, man, I would say stop that shit right away as quick as you can. Yeah. And wait, wait till you can't bear it anymore. You're hurting so bad. You know, start taking some little Kratom to make you feel better. And then after you get through that, stop everything for as long as you can. And then if you feel that you need to, you you know, you need a little something that like you used to get, definitely don't go back to your dealer. Go to Safeway. Get a little more Kratom. Take that. And if it works for you like it worked for me, it just presses that button and you'll feel great. And hopefully you won't crave it anymore and you'll live a happy life and fulfilled life and you're not always chasing you know always worried about getting this and chasing the dragon you know, I just, yeah exactly <laughs> always not happy unless you have you know had stuff Kratom's so much more affordable so much safer so much cleaner so much better for you just give it a chance if you're going through it you know it really does work. I mean, people think because it's legal that it's, it's, it's no good or something, but it really does work. Please give it a chance if you're hurt. Thank you, Chad Goodwin from North Carolina. The music is by Risey. The song is called Memories of Thailand. The Kratom Science Podcast is written and produced by me, Brian Gallagher, for KratomScience.com. Take care.